hear this this podcast unless you're you know. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, our podcast is about female enjoyment, female success, and not gatekeeping any information. So we like to talk to people in like a wild variety of careers or paths um, because nothing is ever straightforward. And I feel like a lot of the information, like I never know, like how did you become the way, you, like where you are? Because you're like, not to, <laughs> not to sound like that girl, but like you kind of are like, you're, like, super successful now. So you recently won an award, right? I did, yeah. Oh, is it, like, a Canadian? It is Canadian. So what it, What was it for? Um, so the award was called the William and Meredith Saunderson Award for Emerging Artists. And there's three in Canada. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because I guess you can use that to, like, help you focus more without having to worry about, like, something. That's exactly what it is, yeah. Oh, nice. It's just, like, yeah, able to, like, focus on your work for a little amount of time without worrying about, I guess, the outcome oh. of if this will sell, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's just gives so you, like, nice. the freedom to, like, Do your thing explore. Stressing. Yeah, explore. Yep, so I left uh, home in Makovic last November. Oh. Quit my job. So I did a residency in Fogo in August that's right. yes. last year. So I took three weeks, three weeks off of work unpaid to do this residency. And while I was there... I was like, there's no way I'm going back to an office. Yeah. So, so in September last year, I quit my job. Um, other factors into that as well. Housing being an issue, of yeah. course, back home. And um, yeah, moved out here in November and have been painting and stuff ever since. Wow. So risky. Obviously, it's paid off. Yeah. yeah. It's been good. So what do you think it was about like doing your residency that made you just realize that okay this is what I'm meant to do um I think for me it was uh realizing that what I do in my life in my like day-to-day in my career mm-hmm. does not have to cause me a huge amount of stress or anxiety <laughs> <laughs> it could actually bring you joy yeah which yeah. was yeah I mean I definitely got joy from working in like the sciences and I was working in renewable energy um before art full-time and it was definitely like fulfilling and stuff but um I just think like deep down I knew it wasn't where I was supposed to be and it it did cause me a lot of um stress and anxiety um and even to a point that made me physically sick sometimes and um so yeah I when I was in Fogo I, I just didn't feel any of that um I don't know Art comes so naturally to me. I think I always viewed that as there's no way this could be work, or there's no there's no way you could earn money mm-hmm. or a living from this. Mm-hmm. It's, you're just having too much fun, or like you, you know what I mean. That's, it's too natural. Yeah. But I think that's I, how it's supposed to be. That yeah no yeah. that's so true because I feel like what we think needs to like make money is like something that's grinding. Yeah exactly you know? yeah and, like, yeah. yeah. Because you have, like, a flow, you're like, there's no way that it's yeah. this easy. Like, yeah. we're being told that there's, like, a hardness to life. But really, like, there doesn't have to be if you find something. Yeah. And I feel like today everybody makes you feel like if you are not working, like, a 9 to 5 and, like, have this, I guess, like, reliable, like, 
steady income like that you know for sure is gonna come that's if you don't have that that's not the right way to do things yeah, yeah. that's what like society makes you feel like and it's not true for, yeah for a lot of people totally mm-hmm. and I think for me um I just live life a little bit different and I might not be making as much money as I did last year right now Mm -hmm. but I have so much more time on my hands yeah and that's just way more important to me yeah and less stress less stress more time yeah and even like being able to like go back and see your family whenever you want like having the freedom to do those type of things I feel like yeah like not having to like wait to get time off approved yeah things like that Yeah. yeah for sure for some people yeah I guess for some people like that is like ideal who needs structure I'm someone that need structure and some certainty in life mm-hmm. i'm going to therapy try to, <laughs> try to fix that but it's, it's for me it's true but like it's so like it's it must be so liberating to like have that like i guess reality for yourself yeah so yeah, yeah so how like you've been doing art. i remember when we were like little kids for those of you who don't know jess and i we both like well i didn't really grow up in mccovic but was, i'm from there and she was, like, my first friend. I remember, like, even then you used to always draw and stuff. Like, even when we were Cute. so... I remember that you used to draw, like, people and stuff. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah, I can remember being in your room in Makovic and, like, when I used to go back to visit when I was a bit older, you used to show me, like, what you would draw and stuff. No way. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. So How cute, cute. am I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so is this something that's, like, in your family or is, like... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's always been around me, and that's, I think, um, goes back to the point of it just being so natural and ingrained that yeah. I didn't see it as a job, but it was just um, what we did, yeah, what we really do. Yeah, you surrounded yourself yeah. with it at, like from a young age. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. But I now feel you've... like in life, too, it's like what you see your parents do is normally like this what you would see yourself do like your mom for example like she like uh she's like an artist herself yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Branches, it's yeah. just like a different type of art like being an artist so I feel like even from her like you can you've seen without actually realizing that like being creative can is sustainable mm-hmm. and it can be sustainable yeah I think that's so cool like a lot of people they probably would think that you can never do that as a job because they never like seen anybody be successful doing that mm-hmm. but you've you have people in your life that are they might not be like painters or whatever but they're like creative in other ways yeah yeah um for sure I mean your mom is like a testimony to that yeah yeah um I have a lot of people in my life that are great artists and it's, yeah, um, I guess it's easier to see yourself as that, like, as being surrounded by it, yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's a bit different, too, though. Um, like, back home and in my family, it's always just been, like, a a side thing. Mm-hmm. Or, like, yeah. not not even, not only for money, of course. Yeah. Um, but it has never been, like, the sole, you know, income. Yeah. Or taking up most of the day type thing. Um. But, like, I do have an aunt, my Aunt Dinah, who actually, you know, did go out and do all this already. Like, mm-hmm. in my family, at least. Um, 
you know, was an artist her whole life, and that was her, her means, and she, you know, she did all the cool residencies and stuff, and, um, yeah, so I definitely, she was kind of, like, my biggest role model, I guess. Yeah. For me being, like, okay, you can do this for real, and, and actually call yourself just an artist not oh like I teach on, at the school yeah. and then I go home and sew for six hours like my mom because she's crazy yeah <laughs> yeah boss babe yeah <laughs> yeah it's in the blood you recently you did a residency in Europe too right this summer yeah what, in April it? I went to uh Spain rural Spain it was the residency was called Hoya okay and so it's located in this, um, basically like a park, nature reserve, um, this family, they own this huge piece of land and with this huge, um, house on it and, um, basically like seven rooms with their own bathrooms and their own studios and then they live in like the other side of the house. So they live there year round and host artists pretty much all year, um, yeah, so I went there for three weeks, um, painted, slept, That's drank so a lot cool. of wine. <laughs> I love that. It was amazing. So cool. Yeah. So I guess there was, like, other people there at the same time. Yeah. Like, were they just, like, mostly just young artists? Like, do you do residency when you're younger, I guess? Yeah, there's... When I was there, everyone was pretty young. Um, like, 20 to 30 range. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's definitely older folks that do it, too. I'll probably be one of those folks. <laughs> Coming <hopefully>. back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, mostly young people. And um, yeah, I, so I got to meet people from all over Europe, really. There was um, mostly just Europeans. I think I was the only one from, not from Europe, um, there while I was there. Painters, writers. Oh. Yeah. Um, a bunch of cool stuff going on and so like inspirational and um validating too yeah um yeah I people were very interested in in my background while I was there um you know for example there was a lady there from um London I think and she didn't know what a residential school was so there was like a bunch of stuff to talk about um in terms of why I paint and yeah it was yeah residencies are pretty cool and if you're an artist and you're listening definitely go and do one so how did you get into it just I guess if there's some younger artists out there people who are just starting and they don't like how did you get into your residencies yeah so the first one I did in Fogo um, the organization Arts of Minds Canada they actually found me Okay. I don't know how they found me, um, but they emailed me one day and, and um, basically said we'd like to have you for a month at the Jennifer Keefe house, which was the name of the um, house I stayed and painted in, um, in Tilting. So they um, that was like a fully funded residency. Um, so that was a bit different. But the second one, the one I did in Spain, I so this was after Fogo. Um, I just had I just needed to go again. Um, so I literally Googled residencies in the world. (laughs) And so there was like 10 there, like all over the world, like Mexico, wherever. And, um, I kind of just looked through like 
the goals of each residency and found one like they're pretty open and stuff like mm-hmm. some some are specific like it might be for certain people or certain mediums or whatever but um the one at Hoya was fitting for me um so I applied and I got in um so then I was like okay how am I going to pay for this because you had to pay for your flights to Spain and then it was probably like $500 a week to stay there mm-hmm. and and they cook for you and stuff um so then I actually went on to um the Arts NL website um so it's like a funding a big program in this province um and I applied for some funding there for a professional artist grant um to fund the residency and they funded the whole thing which is sick um and yeah oh I didn't okay I didn't know if it was like a super academic process no it was just kind of like I guess well I guess in the world of art it's not as like because you didn't do like a I guess an undergrad in like fine arts or anything no my undergrad was in uh, biology so yeah it's not I mean there are some like that I guess Mm -hmm. more competitive ones and stuff but I think for the most part they're mostly just interested in who you are and what kind of work you plan to get up to at their property yeah. or at their program um yeah I feel like it's important to probably like go to things like that or surround yourself with other artists because like where you're not taking like a traditional path of life I guess you can say it's like motivating and mm-hmm. like like you said like validating to know that like the what you're doing is not traditional but it can work for you and it is working for you and you can be successful and happy yeah it is um it's so important to go and meet people um doing different things yeah from different places it can probably like spark uh, like a creative drive in yeah inside of you too yeah totally um yeah it's super important and not only for your perspective on the world around you but for your perspective on yourself like when I was there I just I felt like okay I'm I'm unique yeah like I have something to offer yeah like the arts world Mm -hmm. whatever um and yeah I I did a painting while I was in Spain a little 12 by 12 um a quick painting of a lichen while I was there and I showed a guy named Simon, who was also at the residency. He said, hey, Simon, look at this painting i done this afternoon. I just showed him a picture on my phone. He's like, oh, that's amazing. And he's like, is that a meter by meter? It looks huge. And I was like, no, but now I have an idea. Yeah. <laughs> and so since April, since Spain, since Simon and him being interested in my work and all this stuff, I've been painting lichens, and it's totally, like, hijacked the trajectory of my painting since yeah it's almost like the butterfly effect yeah 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 oh I love that Mm -hmm. you should write a biography called since Simon (laughs) 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 Simon if you're listening (laughs) yeah (laughs) so if people like have like a creative drive in them so I like I guess similar to what you did so if anybody has like a creative drive do you have any advice on how to get started or I guess like 
done is better than perfect is what I always think. But do you have any advice for younger people or anybody starting out with, with any kind of medium? Um, I think, I mean, practice is very important. Um, challenging yourself is very important. You have to, like, just figure out where you want to go and, like, what is the point of what you're doing? Like, why why do you do, why do you want to draw or paint or sew a specific thing or, and... Yeah, just keep working on it, I guess. And for me, a lot of it has been being in the right place at the right time, meeting people, um, just trying to be like your most authentic self. And I feel like people recognize that um, and want to nurture it, really. That's been my experience anyway. Um, I've had some, like, really key players in my career that have, you know, seen me start since I was, like, 16, um, just doing doodles or whatever, little paintings, and just have, you know, kind of kept an eye on me and watched me develop myself. And, you know, these, like, little words of encouragement that they've given me and stuff, um, it means so much so yeah just just keep working and um decide i guess like what be be true to what you want to do and um i feel like the rest will fall into place after that explore that's very (laughs) yeah i feel like you're a testimony to to like high risk high reward like yeah you want to do might be risky but it could be like the best decision that you're going to make yeah totally and you're not I mean you're never I hope you're never stuck you know you can always try and fail yeah I've done that many times and um yeah just try where can people find you on Instagram or wherever yeah so all my things are called Jessica Winters Art so Jessica Winters Art on Instagram and then JessicaWintersArt.com is my website. Perfect. We'll put that in the show notes too. Yeah. This month, we also have a specialty coffee, Holly, which all of the net proceeds, as you may have seen on our Instagram, will go to a charity of the guest of the month's choosing. And Jessica chose a Happy Valley Goose Bay SPCA. And if you haven't already, don't forget to check us out on Instagram at mochamine.inc. And don't forget to rate the podcast. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you.